us all morning long as we get set for that game against the Lions. But lest we not forget our friends at AmFam Field, the Milwaukee Brewers, who clinched the division last night, and we were asking you this morning, hey, how you feeling? Are you? Because this is the sentiment I'm getting from fans, Gabe, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Brewers have made the playoffs now, right? Been there, yep. done that. Playoff team, pretty Five perennially. Of the last six. Exactly. So is it now that the fans are spoiled? Are they spoiled with playoff appearances and they're demanding more? It's almost as though people aren't willing. And look, I'm sure people were celebrating last night. I saw all the fans at AmFam Field after the Cubs uh, gacked that game away against the Atlanta Braves. Is, is there a spoiled element happening here with the Brewers fan base where they're like, okay, we've seen you get to the playoffs. Now do something. I wouldn't say it's a spoiled. It's a since 2018, while they have made the playoffs, they haven't advanced. Right? Like, that's that's kind of the problem. So 2018, you know, you get to the NLCS, you're in Game 7. 2019, you have the yak job against the, the Nationals, who would go on to win the World Series that year in the wild card game. Uh, had a tough series against the Braves a couple of years ago in the postseason. So I, I don't know if it's a spoiled as much as of it is... Okay, we've been here. Now I'm terrified a little bit because even though we've had this pitching, even though we've had Christian Yelich, even though we've had these things, we haven't been able to get over the hump. So I don't know if it's a spoiled thing as much as it's a okay, now I'm a little scared. I don't I don't have a problem with them being spoiled. They should be spoiled. Packer fans are spoiled. They expect to be in the playoffs every year and they expect to win a Super Bowl every five or six. Now that hasn't happened. But we, like I said, we don't celebrate wild card victories. Now, this year it's a little different because I guess I can't call it a rebuild, but they're not in their window yet. Once they get in their window, then, yes, we expect them to win Super Bowls. Yeah, the, they've won one playoff game out of their last seven. I remember the 90s in early 2000s where the season was over after 70 games. You're like, all right. Is fun. So clearly, I mean, there's there's excitement certainly, but I guess I think there's also just a little bit of a uh, not not sure, not sure how this is going to go. I hope it goes well. Well, I'm not really sure. Let's talk to somebody who was in the clubhouse last night with the division winning Milwaukee Brewers. Sophia Minnert joins us each and every Wednesday here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Sophia, have you been able to get all of the champagne out of your hair yet? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a late night, but we 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 have clean hair now, so we're we're starting the day with clean hair. It's nice. a good, good place to be. I'm always okay with the day after a team clinches something, kind of trotting, you know, like zombies and skeletons <laughs> out there on the field. I understand that's kind of part of it, right? Last day, last night was a big night as they clinched the division. So if today they're not like if they're a shell of themselves, I get it. But hear me out. They play the Cubs in that final series of the regular season. And I'm sure there will be some managing of the roster and whatnot to get guys ready for that wild card series. But right now, they're playing the Cubs. What do you think the mindset is? What do you think the strategy is in that final series against the Cubs if, in fact, the Brewers just absolutely wanted to break the hearts of Cubs fans and the Cubs franchise? Yeah, I think, I think look, Craig is... You know they've they've done what they wanted to do, and that was you know secure a postseason berth and win the division. So now you can focus on those decisions. Um, you know, just as as it's lined up, you've got you know Wade Miley pitching tonight. Corbin Burns will pitch tomorrow. That would line him up for Tuesday. We'll see how you know. I would imagine they would still want 
Brandon and Freddie to at least get on the mound. Um, probably not long appearances for them, but still important for those guys to stay on a routine and, and stay on their schedules as their final tune-up, let's say, for the wild card series, you know, regardless of who that's against. Now, I think considering all of that, Craig is going to manage that series probably pretty responsibly, you know, like his responsibility is to make sure that his team is in the best position for the playoff series. And I think, you know, Craig, when we've talked to him about the possible outcome, like we may not know that opponent until it could go down to Sunday, right? Like it could go down to that final day, just the way that, you know, the Cubs are, are for now in that last spot. The Marlins are right there. Uh, the the Reds are, are still fighting for a spot. It's still, the, the Diamondbacks are still very much in it. They were postponed last night, so they've got some games to make up. It's still, it's still just a really tight race. So the Cubs may be in, you know, full-blown, postseason elimination game mode leading up to that weekend. Uh, so, so David Ross will be managing his team very differently. But I think, look, for the Brewers, they did their part, um, and now they can focus on making sure they're in the best position for, for when the series starts on Tuesday. Sophie, I saw Garrett Mitchell was in the dugout last night. What is their plan with him moving forward? Yeah, he's, he's back along with Jesse Winker, and then they brought up a third catcher in, in Brian Alvaretto. Um, and, and they're essentially here, essentially like a taxi squad. You know, Garrett got one week of games in, and he has to still be cleared um, by his surgeon, Dr. Neil Elitrash in L.A., to do some, like, diving into the bases, essentially. Um, that's something he hasn't done yet. Even defensively, he didn't have to dive um, in his weekend in AAA. So, I mean, look, the fact that we're even talking about Garrett Mitchell as a possibility, the fact that he got himself healthy enough and, and just worked so hard in his rehab to get back into games in the AAA season, we'll see kind of what the decision will be for him here moving forward. Um, he feels really good. It's just like kind of those final steps, but those are pretty critical steps of his role which Craig admitted it would be a small role on the postseason roster. It would essentially be, you know, a pinch runner, maybe a defensive replacement. I think they feel really good about their outfield defense overall. Um, so he has to be able to do those things um, in order to justify a, a spot on the postseason roster. So we'll just kind of see how the rest of the week goes. Um, and he is, he's here just in case they, they need him. Hey, super random. Dr. Neil Elitrosh is the same guy that did Rogers Achilles. Mm-hmm. So is he like he's like the surgeon of the stars? Is that who this guy is? He yes, he does a lot of um, or he's just like the orthopedic guy. So um, he's he's in L.A. and uh, he's done he's done a ton of um, athletes, a, a ton of big operations. I just thought you know, as soon as she said his name, I was like, I have heard that name before. I believe it was <laughs> recently. I've heard that name before. I think Roger said it on the McAfee show. And sure enough, looked it up, Dr. Neil Elitrosh. But he's uh, quite wealthy. Mm-hmm. Is he the new? Who's the guy in Yeah, Bama? that guy was, he's like 90-something years old. Yeah, there had to be a new um, one, right? Well, I can't think of the guy who did everybody's knees. Andrews. In Andrews, yeah. Andrews, Dr. Andrews. Andrews. See, now, why do I know that? Why do I know Dr. <laughs> Dr. Sophia, why do we have that information somewhere in our brain? We don't need it. It's just there taking up space. Because we're we're sick. We're <laughs> <laughs> yes, we definitely are. We're sick individuals. Yeah. <laughs>
Sophie, are we going to get a hint of what that playoff rotation is going to look like, or is it just going to be pretty straightforward of Burns, Woodruff, and then Freddie? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, this is where I think the, the postseason format is to their advantage. Um, you know, the wild card series will be Tuesday through Thursday, so that's a best of three. You essentially play that like a that, – that feels like a more normal baseball series, right? And I think that's honestly – the more dangerous matchup, I think, because as as we know throughout a long baseball season, anything can happen um, in a three-game series. So you could even point as recently as this weekend in Miami, you had Burns, Woodruff, Peralta lined up, and the first game they would go out and they win 16-1, to and then the last two games they end up losing with, with Woody and Freddie on the mound. Um, but, yeah, I think that will be that will be the lineup for the first round. Should they advance, um, the NLDS is, is best of five. Right now that matchup would be the Dodgers. Um, so they would start that series in L.A. Uh, next weekend. Uh, and I think, I think a best of five is, is really favorable for them. And then the, the NLCS and the World Series are, are best of seven series. So I think, again, this is where the pitching, um, just the, the current status of their bullpen, they've been able to give Devin, William, Devin, Devin Williams really – like a long stretch of rest here, which I think has been really good for him. Um, they're they're in a really good spot, honestly. Like as about as good as you could draw it up if you if you wanted to try to script it out. Sophia, I love the champagne celebrations in the clubhouse. I also love field mm-hmm. stormings and the what because I like fun. Uh, famously, all the time, Gabe. I'm, I like fun. I am pro-fun. Chewy, however, dropped a bomb on us this morning saying he doesn't like the champagne celebrations, did a little digging to find out that he never had one. When the Packers won the Super Bowl in 1997, January of 97, they never had a champagne celebration. So, follow me here, we're going to have one. We're going to, like, Ooh. retrofit this thing. 2025, Green Bay's hosting the draft. We're going to throw a Chupane celebration party in Green Bay. Will you come? Sure, yes. Because I, I feel like you should experience that. I, I think what what is so fun for everyone is, like, it's just, like, pure joy, right? I, I think it's, it's like, accomplishing a huge goal. It's a really long season. Um, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad that happens. And then you finally get through, and, and I think for everyone, it's just like that moment of release um, of just like, man, like you did something really cool, and you did it together. So, yes, I want you to experience that, and I would be happy to participate in that, in the fun. I'm team fun. I'm, I'm team fun. <laughs> now, can I ask you a question? Do you think, because I feel like some um, athletes from other sports feel that way, that like, man, they really go hard with the celebrations in baseball. Like, you know, and it's, if you win the World Series, it's it's a handful of them. Um, do you think it's too much? And you can be honest. Um, I do. I think uh, because he's what did Craig say last night? There's four more of those, right? Uh, but I get it because the season is so long, and I'm scarred. It's just the Super Bowl to me was you know after was underwhelming. I thought it would have been so much more. And it, I, it, I talked to the guys about this, and they say the same thing. They're like, that was it. But was that celebration related, or was that like you built it up right. so much in your head? Because Rogers famously, I know we talk about this often on this show, but famously Tamina Kimes in ESPN the magazine talked about when they won the Super Bowl uh, in 2011. Yeah. And how he was sitting on the bus and was like, that's it? That's 
That's that's what this feels like. I thought it would feel different. I thought it would feel bigger. I thought it would feel more. You probably have to process. Did they have a champagne celebration? The Packers after they won it? I, after they I would assume so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's just underwhelming. I think most of it was like after the parade. It's like, okay, go home. Like, we don't want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. It's a, it's a, Yeah, it's a bizarre feeling. We got a list put together. We got Brett on the list, Frankie on the list, Leroy Butler on the list. Gilbert uh, Santana. Gilbert is on the list. Santana Dotson. Free is on the list. Don Beebe is on the list. Andre Risen's on the list. Adam Schefter did already RSVP. Uh, assuming- well, as long as we can work it around his schedule. Sure, sure. Uh, and now we have well, Sophia Well, be there for the draft. I mean, you know, he could probably make a couple minutes, hopefully. So, so, Sophia, what kind of champagne was it? To be honest, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I, I don't even know. I didn't even look at the bottle. Well, go um, sniff your clothes were, from last night. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's generally. I mean, it's generally like Corbell or you know, like brands like that. Um, I mean, let's be honest. It ends up like on your head and on the floor. Um, yeah. So I'm sure the clubhouse is undergoing a, a very thorough deep clean. deep clean this morning, and and just and then just rolling buckets of, of Miller Lite, as you can imagine. Was so. was the clubhouse staff disappointed they didn't clinch the division down in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they like be a part of it, right? Yeah, no, they, they love it. Um, the one I did feel for was was our equipment manager, Jason Shogger, because, you know, there was we were anticipating, planning, hoping for um, a celebration in Miami the last two days after they clinched uh, postseason on Friday. And, you know, a travel day in itself is, is very stressful, uh, getting back home after a week on the road. And so then having to pack up all the clinch stuff and take it back to Milwaukee as well uh, was just sort of an added mm. stress. And, you know, having to sit and watch for the end of the, the Cubs and Rockies game. So um, they have put in a lot of work, but a, light, a night like last night, and it's, it's all worth it. Do you have a souvenir? Do you keep a souvenir? Um, I, I have either a, a bottle or, um, the, um, the corks, um, from every celebration. Um, I, I did not get a bottle last night. I do think I grabbed a cork or two. Um, and then, you know, obviously a lot of pictures. So I think that that's kind of enough for me. Um, and then I, I it's always fun to go back and watch like the interviews or, or watch our show because I have no idea what aired last night. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to going back and just like watching it back and seeing what it what it actually looks like for for people who are watching at home. I'm a cork girl. I yeah, corks. corks from the mm-hmm. uh, Summit. Ah. Stop it right now. We are talking about yeah, we're being we're being shamed we for are, our, we're being shamed for our fun. We are no, yeah. I take a cork from the clubhouse. I have it from the uh, 2018 Wild Card celebration at uh, Miller Park. So I have that in a safe spot. But uh, but that's all I have. I haven't been through as many as Sophia has. Sophia, we appreciate you hanging out with us today. And uh, good luck the rest of the way. We will be obviously rooting for those brewers and rooting for you uh, as the season continues. All right. Thanks for the time, guys. She's Sophia Minner. Watch her on Bally Sports Wisconsin covering your Milwaukee Brewers for the rest of the regular season. I guess we got to take a break. Yeah, but first, Chewie, you got to tell us about the great things. Over at the Jewelry Center, that certainly makes your wife happy. Well, not only makes my wife happy, she loves champagne, by the way. So she's got to be invited, I guess. So, I guess i got to go to the Jewelry Center, See, this too. is a redo, because she wasn't around for the first time. No, right now. she this wasn't. This would be great. 
But let's be honest, most guys don't have a clue when it comes to buying jewelry. Gabe got engaged and did the smart thing and got his engagement ring from the jewelry center. They also do in-house repairs for watches and other fine jewelry, like my Super Bowl ring when it needs work. I know where I'll be taking it to the Jewelry Center. They have three locations to stop into, Greenfield, Brookfield, and Burlington. And if my wife can't tag along, she can look through all the many styles of diamonds and other fine cuts online at shoptjc.com. I'm living proof. Happy wife, happy life. The Jewelry Center will make it happen. Brookfield, Greenfield, Burlington, and online at shoptjc.com. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. 363. What's that? Oh, the number of yards they gave up on the ground against the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, it's the Bible verse, John 3, 63. Look it up. Tell us what it I says. It was Joe 363, and it was, Thou shalt not get past me on the line of scrimmage. <laughs> on 94.5 ESPN.